Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel Mindset Coach helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. Today's topic, ooh, it's a biggie. So it's all about don't fear the haters. So do you not put certain things out because of fear of what haters, in inverted commas, or trolls might say? Do you worry about people criticizing what you have to say or, or just kind of being downright mean? Yeah. Is it a fear about they're going to say about what you're saying, about your services or products themselves, how you look, how you sound, all of the above? (laughs) Yikes. So it's really scary putting your work or yourself out there for all the world to see and judge. It was one of the biggest mindset gremlins that made me subconsciously look for all the excuses under the sun to quit on my jewellery business five years ago. What if they don't like me? What if they think I'm not pretty enough, thin enough, clever enough, good enough? And they actually say so. Ah, publicly. Ah, (laughs) I get it. Totally. I feel you. But how far do you think it's going to get you? The sad reality is, it's probably going to happen at some point. The digital space has made it all too easy for keyboard warriors to sit behind their screen in their pants anonymously and revel in trying to take other people down just to make themselves feel better, right? And a fear of judgment, criticism, or a fear of being wrong are some of the biggest reasons that people don't do the things that will actually make them visible and actually get their message out into the world. And I would have definitely being one of those people I spent my entire life, well, at least, well, 30 years of it, aging myself there, <laughs> spent most of my life caring too much about what other, other people think of me. I honestly, honestly get it. However, now is a different story. I think about those people and those comments very, very differently. And I hope this can help you do the same. Now, here are a couple of reasons why. Firstly, As I talked about in previous episode on perfectionism, which I will link to, it is impossible for 100% of people to agree with you 100% of the time. It just doesn't happen. So there will be people who don't like what you have to say, but they are not your people. And that's absolutely fine. They will go off and follow someone who echoes what they do want to hear. No problemo, right? They were never going to buy from you or help spread your message anyway. But the biggie that I really, really want you to understand and remember is this. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah, let that sink in. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've said this before too, but I'm hoping this is going to really sink in. People who are happy with their lives and themselves do not sit on the other side of a computer or a phone waiting to or reveling in writing intentionally hurtful comments on people's Facebook posts, or YouTube videos, or Instagram posts, whatever medium it is that you're on, they just don't. My brother has a YouTube channel with over something like almost 12 million views, and the stuff that gets said to him is insane. And I genuinely thought, knowing my brother, that this would be the thing that that broke him. Love you, bro. Um, But he finds it hilarious now. 
some of the things when he, you can understand this. So the way I choose to look at it is through the eyes of sympathy, eyes of empathy. I like to call it empathy over anger. So those situations where your natural instinct would be to be angry or hurt, but instead you remind yourself of this and you empathize, even feel sorry for that person. I mean, really, when you think about it, what must be going on for them in their lives that they feel the need to behave in that way? That they even have that aspect as a part of their personality, yeah? I mean, do any of your friends behave in that way? If they do, I would have a little look about who you're hanging around with. But no, they don't. Constructive criticism is another matter. And if that's something you think about and worry about, then it might be worth asking yourself why, you know? Do you feel like an imposter? And if you do, go back to the episode on dealing with imposter syndrome. Do you not back your opinions and are scared of being wrong? Do you fear people judging you? Because the thing with judgment is you only ever judge people on the things you judge yourself for. There was a great example I read about this. Would you judge yourself by the arch of your foot? Probably not. Would a ballet dancer? Absolutely. See? Okay. So ask yourself these questions not the one about the ballet. <laughs> I mean, the one about, do you feel like an imposter? Why are you fearing constructive criticism? Ask yourself the question and have a bit of a journal and see what comes up. At the end of the day, constructive criticism is just that. It's constructive. It's useful. It can be useful. And something that you can learn and grow from. So that's not so bad, right? Thank them for their comments and Say you'll give it some consideration. Awesome. Everybody's happy. They got their point across. You will move on. Nasty comments purely for the sake of it is very, very different. So it's important to understand the difference and which one really is the one that's holding you back. So taking all of this into account, all of these things, the keyboard warriors sitting in their pants anonymously, does that person's opinion really matter? Does it actually count for anything at all? It's far more about them than it is about you. So you can choose to delete, block, and move on if you like that. It's totally up to you. Or you can respond with love, which probably really winds them up. Thanks very much for your opinion. I really appreciate you taking the time to read my content. Sending you love. Bye-bye. Or you can go back with a pithy one-liner if you like, if you're hilarious. I'm not so hilarious, so I'd go with sending love. <laughs> and I also laugh at my own jokes. I've really noticed that about myself. <laughs> I think <I'm> <laughs> either way they're not getting what they want so they'll move on it's down to you to read the situation and do what's best to help you move on and not be affected by it but you can also thank them for boosting the algorithms for you <laughs> just don't give them what they what they want laugh it off it sounds like it's easier said than done but it's really not you get to choose yeah and like, quite frankly some of this stuff is hilarious <laughs> I don't think there's ever been an example where someone successful didn't have negative comments at some point. So use it to fuel you. You know, the bigger your audience is, the more people you're reaching, the more you'll potentially get. People talk about polarization in business. And with that, you will have one camp who agree and love what you have to say. They're your people. And one camp who don't and who aren't. Cool, right? But as humans, we are wired to focus on the negative. So that one negative comment that you get can throw off multiple great ones. So I keep, I've talked about this before. And if any of you aren't doing this yet, why? <laughs> I keep a little love folder in my phone 
where I screenshot lovely things that people say. Yeah. And in those moments where you feel something or someone negative weighing you down, you can look through and remind yourself that negative comment in the grand scheme of all your comments really doesn't matter. Yeah. It's tomorrow's chip paper. And for any of my non-UK based audience, we, we over here in the UK used to wrap our fish and chips in newspaper. So this means it may be today's news, but it's tomorrow's chip paper and it won't be bothering you or them anymore. So why let it bother you now? One of many of my favorite phrases. <laughs> so you actually want to repel the people that don't agree, that don't get you. When you have that as your goal, you're not going to worry about the people that don't like you anywhere near as much as you do right now. It's a win if they go away and don't like what we have to say because they are not your ideal client anyway. Oh, poet, didn't know it. <laughs> when you can think differently about the haters, that, let's be honest, don't even exist yet. And head over to my episode on overthinking, if you're thinking that. <laughs> you will feel so much more empowered and confident to put yourself out there. You really, really will. To launch the thing you've been thinking about I'm wanting for ages, but putting off that course, that YouTube channel, that book, that podcast, whatever you have a calling to create, but you've been having your foot on the gas and the brake at the same time for fear of what other people might say. Don't fear the haters. Love on them. It shows you're probably doing it right, right? <laughs> so if you know that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and changing things for yourself, then please do book in a free, free discovery call so we can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success that you know you can be. All we need to do is a few little tweaks to your thinking, which is imminently possible. So I hope that was really helpful for you. And as always, I will see you next week. Bye!